0: We're live. Hooray. We're here.
1: We've made it. The big time.
0: Yay. Hi, everybody. The big time.
1: (laughs) The big time of the internet.
0: The internet, yeah.
1: It is internet time, finally. Thank God. Have you guys been? What have you been up to in the last week? Streaming and watching work get done in the house.
0: Yeah, how's your renovations going?
1: Uh, the patio is almost done. It looks okay. pretty good.
0: Nice. It looks Just like, in time to, like, not use it for,
1: pretty for like much. five months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We tried to get it as early as we could, but it was not in the cards.
0: Yeah.
2: Right on. What about you, Paul? Anything new going on with you?
0: No, not a whole hell of a lot for me. Same old, same old.
2: I went to LA last weekend for Quidditch stuff.
0: Okay. Um,
2: we made record time on the drive down. Normally, you know, Google always says it's going to take six hours. Uh-huh. And then it's like, nah, it always takes like seven, seven and a half. I don't know how, mm-hmm. it just does. Um, even because you two. think like, well, of course, you're going to stop for gas. You're going to stop for some dinner. But you, you usually don't stop that long. But it still somehow takes like an hour longer than you would even expect. I don't know how it happens. Weird time dilation. Sure. Anyways, we got there in five hours. Wow. it was insane. Huh. We weren't like speeding or anything crazy like that. Uh The road must have just been pretty open. We suspect it was because there was a bunch of fires down there on yeah, the road. It. And it just... It made people want to avoid the road. Mm-hmm. But at one point, this was we were pretty close. We were, we were basically in the L.A. area. We were pretty close to the city at this point. Uh, you could see the controlled fires right on the side of the road. Like if we had pulled over, it would have been like three meters from me is a fire. Wow. And these are huge. <laughs> um, And it was actually really cool because it was like. Uh, must have been about midnight, you know, hmm. somewhere between eleven and midnight when we saw this. So it was like super blackout. So it was just like there was this black hill with like strips of fire going through it.
0: Crazy, weird.
2: Yeah, I. It, it was a weird sight. It was a cool sight. Um, but yeah, man, giant fires. That's a thing. <laughs> there's, there's yep. a around
0: here. <laughs> nice.
2: But yeah, that, that's all. I haven't really done anything besides that. Uh, I guess let's just move on to the show. Yeah, cool. there was my update. Nice. Top down perspective for October 17th. I'm Sean Booker. i
1: oh, Paul Fleck.
2: I'm John Wheeler. Is it just me or does it seem like October is going by super fast? It's going by really yeah. fast. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like we're already over halfway. I feel like just the other day it was like the start of October.
0: Yeah, I agree. It has been going very quickly. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but
2: Uh, I had to wear pants for the first time since like February. (laughs) It's starting to cool down in the evenings that much that I had to put pants on. Mm -hmm.
1: However, will you live at night?
2: (laughs) Yeah, but it's going back up to twenty eight next week, so I'm already back in shorts. So we're I hate you. you. Don't worry about me. Um, I never do. All right, uh, I don't. Let's try, Paul. What have you been playing?
0: Uh, this week has been primarily Destiny 2, now that uh, uh, my friends have started playing it a little bit more, so I've been just basically treading the same bullshit over and over to get them caught up And in...
2: It's got its claws in you, man. I mean... This it's is like week three
0: of Destiny 2. It's the game we play to socialize with each other, so... Sure, yeah. we do. Right on. Um, so yeah, I'm just playing with different... Groups like because one of them's in Russia, one of them's here in like the Edmonton area, uh, one is in the Calgary area here, and another's in like Jersey. So we're all on different like time schedules and stuff with jobs and like that's weird. And
2: there's a a time where it works for all of you. I would assume at least one of you that's why I've been playing
0: so much because it's like one person goes to bed, it's like, oh, Russian dudes up now all right well let's do a couple hours with him i guess <laughs> or whatever okay yeah so it's been just that uh so i'm not as far along as i would like to be but we're all re- we're all able to do like activities around the higher end now at least so that's good are you gonna do the raid yes 100 percent.
2: are you gonna go back and do any of the previous
0: raids yeah all of them because i want the uh The, like, titles and shit you get from them. Also, I think the first raid might be a good, like, warm-up. Some of them have never done a raid period in anything before. So, it might be a good, like, chance to see, or for them to see, like, you really need to know what you're doing and just do it and don't, like, fuck around sort of thing. Like, it might be a nice little wake-up call. Because we're overpowered for it, that original raid, so... It won't, like, murder us if we screw up, but I want them to, like, get the feel of, like, there's going to be, like, puzzle-solving on-the-fly thinking and, like, you have to stay alive and do your part sort of thing and just get used to that idea because then we're going to go into the new raid and we're going to get screwed over and over and over <laughs> again if they don't at least know what they're doing. So, sure, yeah. But, yeah, it's been fun. Um... I'm at light level 920, I think, right now. I would like to be at 940, but again, I've been working with people to get them up. So I think they're all over 900 now, so that's good. Um, Other than that, I started Code Vein this week. Anime Dark Souls game uh, about vampires. It's weird. Um, So it's not first of all it's not exactly the type of uh third person action rpg that i care for generally i like a system that's more like the weapon has a move set and like different stuff associated with it that you're using and that you like boost your stats or whatever you're wearing to like kind of go with that and you get better at just using that weapon this is very much a the weapons are whatever what you have to get used to is using different abilities with the, the that weapon or those weapon sets. And I don't like that as much where I'm like constantly having to make sure my buffs are up. I'm using like abilities to like move around instead of just like dodging or like parrying. So it's much it's a weird combination of like a hack and slash with a souls like game. And it's been taking a while to get, like, my mind wrapped around it. But I think I finally have kind of an idea of what I like. I want to go, like, a more melee build. So I have a sword that I like, like, that feels good to me. And uh, I've acquired a bunch of buffs that uh, increase my attack damage. And, like, the first attack I do hits, like, for double or something. And I can put lightning on my sword and just shit like this. Uh, But the basic mechanic around this game is that you're a vampire person thing or, like, a chosen one because, of course, you are. Um, And what you can do is get skills from different, like, archetypes, bloodlines, essentially. So, like, at the very beginning, you start off with a fighter one that's just basic, like, you uh, get the gift of more health. Another one is, like, you can... What the hell is it? I can't remember all of them because the fighter one kind of sucks. And then, like, you have a mage one and, like, a ranger one to begin with. And then the idea is, is that as you're going along, you're getting more and more different types. Like, the next one you get is, like, a berserker type. You get, like, a caster type one later on as well. And apparently there's just, like, 30 plus of these fucking bloodlines. And all of them have different, like... Gifts or buffs or whatever that you can buy from them using the in-game currency that the souls of this game. Uh, I can't even remember what it's called because I just keep calling them souls. I'm not going to learn any new words for this bullshit. I hate um, words. I hate words. Uh, So, yeah, it's weird. It's this weird thing of like they expect you to kind of collect all of that shit. And then make your own build according to what you want to do. Because what you do is when you have a gift from a bloodline, you master it. And then that mastered gift can be used across any of them. And you kind of put whatever passives you want into whatever like lineage or line or blood code or whatever that you have equipped. And those are what give you the different stat boosts. It's really fucking weird and convoluted in the way an anime is weird and convoluted. So I guess it makes sense. But, like, mechanically the game plays fine, I guess. I just don't... I'm just not a fan of that type of game style in general. I just wish it was... No, this is the broadsword. This is the moveset. Just get good with it. But this is very much like, oh, you're not going to do any damage unless you, like, know how to properly stack shit. So you can do damage and... It's also built with the idea in mind that uh, you're going to have a companion at all times, so everything is very, like, spongy. You you have to hit the bosses a lot and dodge a lot. The boss fights are long because they expect that you're going to have a companion with you, and I don't like playing through these games the first time with a companion, but if the game's tailored that way, it's kind of like way harder than i want it to be right now i don't know i have problems with it but like at the end of the day it's fine it's a totally fine game it's just not exactly what i was hoping for is probably my biggest criticism with it except the character creator is one of the best character creators i've ever seen in my goddamn life and more games should take that (laughs) that character creator was crazy you could spend hours in that fucking thing it's crazy down to like the different types of like iris and pupil um, looks and stuff for your character it's weird it's super weird you gotta
1: make the perfect waifu so is this, yeah, it's about as good as like a wrestling games one basically
0: yeah it it does have some weird limitations of they're like for the eyebrows or eyes say right there's no way to like get the perfect look you want and then move them in or out on the head They're just always stuck there. And that seemed like a weird oversight. It's like, okay, the eyebrows look good, but why can't I move them a little closer together? Like, why are they so far apart? I don't know. It's weird. But um, to counteract that, they just give you like a thousand different eyebrow combinations that you can go through, which is arguably too much. Um, And weirdly enough, you can't change the bust size separately separately. From the body type which is weird for a return, japanese return anime it. game return it <laughs> yeah exactly right no don't worry there's boobs everywhere but you can't control it which is kind of weird to me for an anime game because that seems like the obvious thing but yeah that's not there oh also another thing you can't do you can't give your girl it well i made a girl you can't give your girl a longer skirt what the fuck? I looked for that is like a weird omission. I looked for like ten minutes. Is it
2: a thing where you can like equip new gear well, and one of them will be a longer skirt?
0: Yeah, so I found out that's what it is for sure. Um so what you're actually character creating is what your character looks like in the like hub world, basically. In the civvies or whatever in their casual gear. Uh because when you go out one of your main items is like your cloak or whatever. I What's it called? Blood veil, I think is what they call it in the game. And mine right now is like basically a trench coat. So honestly, it doesn't matter what <laughs> clothing I chose for my lady. And uh, I guess that's why, because there's no clothing options really in the game. There's just like a few preset clothing options, and then you can customize like what colors they have and stuff there's not like uh you can like get a raincoat or get like different stuff you can get accessories like hats and glasses and stuff but like the full outfit come in just like some basic chunks and i don't know why there's a there's a lot of like really good stuff in that character creator and a lot of weird just obvious omissions that i never i don't understand so that game is weird is the end at the end of the day but if you want a good third person anime as fuck story game so holy shit this is the most anime game i've played in a long time every time there's like there was a a like 10 minute dialogue about why this guy why this vampire eats onigiri snacks uh because of course he does because it's anime and um, even though he can't eat it and taste anything because he's a vampire and how, like, it reminds him of when he was human and the war, like, it's so stupid. And then, of course, the piano music is playing in the background. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is like literally every cliche anime trope going on. He's just on right very now. sad. <laughs> he's very sad. Yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy. But um, it plays fine. It's very, very difficult for me right now, Um, but I'm stubborn, so I'm probably not going to go with the companion route yet. I'm sure there will be a point where it gets too hard for me, and I'm just like, just give me that fucking companion. And one of the main reasons I got rid of the companion is they forced the first mission with one, and they don't stop talking. They don't stop. The whole fucking time, your companion is just saying shit, and I don't care. Like, I don't want you to talk to me, and I can't turn that off. So yeah.
1: Is it an English that's... VA or Japanese VA?
0: Uh you can choose. I chose English. Okay. Yeah. It might be better in Japanese, because at least I wouldn't understand it. This is a good maybe way to counteract it. But uh that's all I've been playing. All right, John, what about you?
1: Uh so I've been playing more ukulele than possible layer. So uh, still enjoying that. That's basically again Donkey Kong Country. Nice. plays pretty good. I got I actually found I think my favorite thing in that game is not necessarily the stages in the game, but exploring the overworld and unlocking stuff because of that. There's okay. like a lot of like little hidden puzzles to figure out for for collectibles and stuff like that. It's a uh, very Donkey Kong Country 3 for those who played that one.
0: I'm excited. I actually picked this up, so this will be yeah, like next.
1: Yeah. If you like Donkey Kong Country, you will probably enjoy that game. It's going to feel a little off, but it's still pretty good.
0: Nice.
1: Uh, game clearing. We did uh we finished up Quake One. Okay. And uh we started Resident Evil one.
0: Uh we which do- version? We are
1: doing the director's cut dual shock edition, so the PS one.
0: Oh my god, that music. Okay. Yes, but yeah yes,
1: I picked it on purpose. I'm sorry.
0: No, that's fine. That music is an abomination, but that's one of my favorite versions of that game. So
1: okay so yeah so that i haven't played i haven't beaten that game before so we're working on it now
0: nice how far did you get or did you Uh, you said you started
1: yeah i i'm running between the two floors right now we've already put the blue gem in we haven't found any bosses if that's what you're asking for
0: oh just a basic idea okay
1: yeah so i've already covered both floors and i'm just like running back and forth with stuff basically yeah uh, to yesterday, my friends and I played through Dragon's Crown Pro on stream. That's actually what played I'm playing right it? now. So
0: you're finished it? Oh, we finished,
1: okay. so here's the way, the way the game works is that there's essentially three playthroughs of the game you have to do, if you want to have it fully finished, but obviously you get credits and everything after the first one's done. Right. Uh, the game is very, I like the game a lot, it plays great, but it's got some weird issues such as, the only way... To play online multiplayer is to unlock all the zones, which takes about four hours. So mm-hmm. right out of the gate, you can't play online multiplayer with friends. You have to unlock stuff. But if you're doing local, it's unlocked mm-hmm. by default. You just you can just go right away. Mm-hmm. So it's a very strange omission. Yeah, that's uh that took us a while to get unlocked and set up. Other than that, uh, one other weird thing was we found out last night the final boss for a, for a run. You, the, only the host gets credit for it. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. So, so everyone else, like, gets treasure for beating the final boss, but only the person who is the host gets, like, the actual game ending.
0: Great. (laughs) Weird.
1: So apparently, it's a really weird omission, but so the way it works is that whoever gets the kill gets, uh nine or whoever like who's was running the game gets nine treasures of like the highest quality while everyone mm. else gets two. But then you can join in on the other person who hasn't uh, done it yet as the host uh-huh. and then you can get the two still. Because right. apparently like you need you need to collect nine items to get to the final boss and then once you kill the final boss, you lose those nine items. So the idea is you have to start and go get them again.
0: Mm, I see. So
1: it's a lot of juggling like that. So we... we we streamed beating it three different players uh last night. The fourth one we could not connect to for some reason as a host. So we so totally. we just went and did a single player. Mm-hmm. But it weird. was just it was just like a weird mishmash of like what is happening here? Like I can't believe there's like these weird omissions.
0: It sounds but, like uh, it was never intended for online play so when they tried to put it in they were just like Oh crap! We're running into a problem where players have different parts of pro- story progress. All right, well, make it so they can't connect to each other then until everybody's seen the zone. Yeah, like, but like
1: it's it's in the PS3 version.
0: Yeah, that's weird.
1: And yeah, so like I would have expected the PS4 version to fix that, and it's like no, it's just it's still here.
0: Yeah. Great
1: yeah but the game is super fun i do highly recommend it if you have you can get a group together uh it's even That's good single good player yeah yep. but i just i had a lot of fun playing it with friends like i said yeah. it was it was a bit of work getting through everything because of it but it's good we're probably gonna do a hard mode playthrough because uh when you beat the game on normal your level cap increases mm-hmm. and then everything is obviously much harder but you mm-hmm. get you gain faster experience they unlock a couple extra modes so we're gonna be worrying about that on uh, next Wednesday for our next stream. Nice. Other than that, that's all right all right.
2: All uh, right. I will talk first about killer queen black. Cause now I've had the full experience. Okay. Uh, that game's great. Okay. Good. Uh, Good. My one issue from last week of like it loading really slow. Not even sure what happened there, but it's totally fine. That's just gone. Maybe they, they patched it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can play offline. I don't think you can play if it's on airplane mode because I was the quick way for me to test it. Like, can I play this offline if I don't have Wi-Fi was to put it on airplane mode as opposed to unplugging my Wi-Fi. Uh Um, And it just like would not allow it. I could go back into like the tutorial area and do some of those challenges, which the last one is basically just play a match against bots. Mm hmm. Um uh, but then you can't get other players in. Maybe actually maybe if I had I should try this out right now. If I put on airplane mode and connect two controllers, can I play like local multiplayer? Let's find out. Uh but the online works totally fine. It cool. uh Actually wait, if I put it on Wi-Fi uh, on airplane mode, it's not going to be able to connect to individual Joy-Cons, is it?
1: No, you can turn on uh controller Bluetooth controls. How do you do that? It should be an option on your quick menu. If it's not, then go to settings.
2: But when I unplug it, when I pull out the Joy-Con, it says, attach the Joy-Con controllers to the console. The Joy-Con cannot be used wirelessly when airplane mode is enabled.
1: There's literally a menu option for enabling that. Unless that's just for huh. pro controllers, but I, I'm pretty sure it's not.
2: Controller. He says in the controller section.
1: Uh. No, check in, like, your settings. Like, it should be next to the actual airplane mode option in settings.
2: (coughs) Airplane mode. Oh, okay, here we go. All right.
1: Yeah, it's like a separate option. All
2: right, so I got my switch. I got to prop it up against something. Okay, yeah, so it is connected. Oh, but it's connected, like, as two separate ones. Crap. I don't well, that's, feel like that's this probably out right what
1: now. you want if you're testing. No, sorry,
2: it's connected as one. Oh, I meant sorry, like one like the two are, are one controller. I don't feel like figuring this out on stream. Um but the on, the online is the important stuff anyways. If you're buying Killer Queen black without online, what are you doing? I don't and get it. They were giving it away, away for like free on- if
1: you had Nitro on Discord, so you get the PC version for free.
2: Right. And the PC and the Switch are crossplay mm-hmm. compatible? Just from the gate? um which is cool and you can definitely tell like who is playing on pc and who's not for one if they have a mic they're on pc because who has (laughs) that weird chat thing set up for their switch (laughs) right um and also um people that are on switch obviously have like a nintendo big picture avatar and the other people like don't i don't know if they have any kind of avatar i didn't look closely they're shown really small um but it it works real great like if you just want to get in and just keep playing like you hit quick play it asks you what do you want to play as you can choose worker queen or either which i've just gone either every time because like i'm i'm down for i'm down to party as whatever right I'll, I'll play whatever i need to play sure um it'll just put you in a match and then it'll get you into a best three of out of five um you play through those with rotating uh maps <clears throat> Uh, once a winner's declared, it'll put you guys back on a screen and basically say, do you want to vote to play again? Uh, do you want to leave or do you want to vote to mix up the teams? Which I think is really nice because if you just get like destroyed or you destroy the other team, it's like, I think we should mix up the teams. <laughs> One of them's clearly better. Let's let's shuffle the deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like that you can vote for that. Yeah. Um, and then it'll just put you in another match. If anyone leaves, it'll replace them with a bot. Which is uh, definitely nice as well because that would be pretty hard to do uh, without it. Not having voices definitely makes the game harder because I feel like Killer Queen is a game
1: where you want to talk for two reasons. Organizing and yelling.
2: The first one is, yeah, you want to just shout a bunch because you want (laughs) to shout like, go for the queen, look over the queen, like you got to protect me, hurry up. And then you also want to yell snail as often as you can because you want to get on that snail victory um which by the way i got a snail victory last night without being touched so that means it was like a perfect snail run and you get like a special emblem for like not having slowed down at all with the snail that was pretty cool nice um and then the second reason you want to be able to talk is because you need to be able to like change tactics on the fly right so for those who don't know what killer queen is excuse me it's an arcade game uh, where uh, Killer Queen Black specifically is four on four. And there's and it controls like joust. Um, if you have a character that can that has wings, whether that's the queen or an upgraded worker. Um, there, and there's three ways to win. If you collect enough berries and bring them back to your home base, uh, yeah, that's, that's an economic victory. A military victory is if you kill the opposing queen three times. And then the snail victory is if you bring the snail all the way to the uh to your side of the map so talking with you have to kind of change tactics on the fly based on what's going on and not being able to do that is kind of frustrating um because sometimes it's like oh crap like our queen is in no position to keep fighting um we need to (laughs) switch to something else or if you guys decide to go economic first and it's like economic is just not working for us. Like we got to, we got to attack the queen cause we're going to lose something like that. You can't tell your teammates that, which is a bummer. Um, you also can't just like set up a strategy from the get go of like, what do you want to go? It's just like, well, I hope people just kind of figure it out. Um, <laughs> which makes me think the PC version might be a little nicer for that since it's a lot easier and more it's more often you'll find people with a headset. I've come across one person, person with a headset and, it actually worked fine. Like they must have been on PC, came, coming through my TV speakers. Mm-hmm. Um, but most people are not playing with headsets, so it's just kind of like for random. Maybe if I was playing some ranked matches, that'd be different. Likely, not sure. Um, also, I don't know if there, I don't think there's a way for you to like bring in your friends, Fuck. specifically. Yeah, um,
0: that's what I can I was definitely ask do.
2: You. Like, if I want to play online with like you know my girlfriend as well, she can sync another controller to my Wii, right or sorry my switch, switch? Yeah. My, my Wii. why did i say my Wii? who's talked about the Wii in like four years I, I, apparently this one like two weeks ago that's insane you're the only person that's a fact
1: no i highly
2: um, doubt that anyway my point is you you can sync you know two controllers and then both go into the quick play together um and then you'll be on the same team and stuff like that I don't know if you can do more than that. It it only says like that add would be one controller. If you couldn't, I didn't see like invite friends or or like a lobby system. Maybe there's more on the the PC version, but I'm playing the Switch one. It does seem weird that you wouldn't be able to do that, and I I I could not find one. It's weird. I don't know. I uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe in the custom matches. I didn't put together any custom matches. I was just playing quick play and just kind of going through that over and over again um but either way though the game runs fine i got like no leg um hopefully people on the other end were not getting any leg but yeah it was totally totally fine some of the new additions i I mentioned them briefly last week uh there's new um like fighters you can turn into there's actually a few different things you can upgrade to i think on the arcade version there was just one yep you would just upgrade to what was basically another queen kind of right like a sword carrying yeah sword carrying unit yeah, there's actually quite a few. So in terms of the one where you, like, increase your size, there's the sword one again, which is still my favorite. I think it's the most versatile. There's one that has a mace like a with, like, a ball and chain that spins it around in a circle so you can kind of protect your whole body and, like, move towards someone. There's also one, this seems, this one's weird, that has a laser gun that shoots a bullet that goes straight horizontally. So you can hit them from far away. But it has a long charge up, so you can't just be mashing it. You need to really, like, get your shot down and shoot it. But I can't tell you, like, how many times I've been hit. Because you do not expect just a bullet to come out of, like, nowhere from across the screen. So that one's super interesting. That's going to throw off, like, the meta, I'm sure. Like, I honestly cannot wait to see some, like, high-level Killer Queen play with all these new additions. Um, You can also upgrade your Worker... To not be like a like a bigger unit, there's there's ways you can just upgrade them and they stay a worker. One is they get a shield, like some kind of energy shield in front of them, which allows them to push things around and also block attacks. Uh, and another one is you just become like really fast. So if you're kind of going for like the economic victory, you can get that ability <laughs> and then you can move really fast. Also, you can throw the berries, hmm. which is really cool. Because if you're in a good position where you're, where your base is compared to where your berries are, you can just grab the berry, throw it down to your base, and have someone there grabbing it and putting them in the the holes. Nice. So there's there's quite a bit more to this one um, than, than the arcade version. It's a really good version of Killer Queen. If you're a Killer Queen fl- fan, you're definitely going to like Killer Queen Black. Uh, I can't wait for it to come to Game Pass and have it on that as well. But the Switch version, yeah, totally fine. Totally good cool uh recommend it for sure if you're yeah
0: there must be a way to play with people they're selling it in a fucking four pack like
1: yeah there's <laughs> gotta be
0: yeah
2: then it's not easy to find i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know i'll look it up after just to be sure i'm sure somebody's done it online somewhere
2: um anyway i'll continue on with what i've been playing um hmm. The rest is all just uh, Apple Arcade stuff. I've been playing a whole bunch of that. Um, probably mostly because I was like on a road trip yeah. last weekend. Um, first one is I'm playing Cat Quest 2. Yeah. Cat Quest 2 is Cat Quest 1 again, but now you always have a companion character because yeah. they also built in co-op. Yep. Yeah. So you can play as both the, as either the cat or the dog. I'm playing as the cat. Even though dogs are better, I don't know. It's called Cat Quest. I'm just playing as the cat.
0: Well, you can switch between them on but the you fly. you also you can yep
2: and they'll you can equip different um magic to each one so that's useful my dog's Um, basically a mage while
0: my cat is a i don't know knight i guess so i
2: thought about doing that but Mm -hmm. i really hate equipping the staffs to them because it cuts their health in half yeah uh which makes sense because i guess typically in like rpgs mages are like A weaker unit Uh when it comes to like getting hit so that does make sense but i just i just don't like it really i don't know Mm -hmm. um but it's good it's you know more cat puns uh, more dog puns this this time for sure uh it's just more cat quest and that's what i wanted i was also playing it with a controller i'm so i'm playing on apple arcade i said so on the phone but i was playing with a controller and that's kind of a nice one because you can like dodge a lot easier and use the uh the magic a lot easier the the magic on the phone is you need to like hold down on your character and then it'll kind of freeze time and then you drag up to which oh uh, kind of like to the outside of a circle yeah. of where the magic is whereas on a controller they're just mapped to the triggers and bumpers yeah um i knew i was going on a road trip and, and i was gonna be playing more games uh with that i wanted to with a controller yeah so i actually bought one of these clip things yeah Um, which clip, so they clip to a game controller and then you slide your, your phone on the top Yeah. so that the game controller can hold the phone. How was it? Um, I wish they made these for any kind of controller, like a kind of a universal one, Uh but I guess because the PlayStation four and the Xbox one controllers are so differently shaped, the, there just isn't one. I couldn't find one. Mm. Um, so I got an Xbox one. Because I, I prefer that controller. I like the analog stick position on that one. Mm. What's weird is it also comes with like a kickstand. Which I don't understand why you would have the controller and then have it resting on a table. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah.
2: Like you're holding the controller with both hands. And then your hands are also on the table and there's this kickstand for it.
0: Maybe if you just had to like set it down for understand. a moment. You don't want your phone flipping down or something. I don't know. It's weird. I'm sure there's well, some it would, well, the phone, use for it. Yeah,
1: if
2: the phone, it would fall backwards of anything because of the phone's weight. Mm-hmm. You could just like bend in the phone part. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Well, what right, if you're maybe, like, I maybe need maybe to, it is just to set it. I need down. to
0: set this phone down right now. Like, <laughs> can't bend it down. I can't just, just gotta a, set it down. Put on your lap. Like, no, what, gotta what gotta were set you it doing? down. Walking
2: around with this.
0: Yeah, that that's weird. You joke, <laughs> but people probably did
1: do that.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I. I've refused to bring this uh, on the train with me. Yeah. I'm not going to be that guy. It's once it's it's weird because I'm in a I'm in a spot where it's like playing the switch on the train. That's like that's fine. Using like this thing seems like one step too far. It's like it's like the person playing like the VR on an airplane.
0: It's weird because I'm the opposite way. I would rather take that than the switch. Because, like, I always have my phone on me that can fold up and put it in my pocket, and then I just have the controller in, like, my backpack or something. Rather than the Switch being just, like, this giant I just, I, I don't
2: know, there's, it's, I, maybe it's it's something personal, I just think there's something, like, silly about, like, look at that guy with his, like, weird contraption he's put together so that he can, like, really game on this train. As opposed to, like, the Switch where it's, like, meant to be, like, portable entirely.
0: I think it's kind of weird seeing know, that's, anybody that's, that's, that. do anything except ignore people on the bus and train, so. Also that. Oh, sure. <laughs> like, I'm, not ex- I'm not expecting anyone to,
2: like, comment on my setup. I just, I don't know. I, I can't. Uh-huh. I can't bring, I haven't brought myself to do it. I can't.
0: Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't.
2: <laughs> anyway, this thing's cool. Um, It was, like, eight or nine dollars for a two-pack. Why I would need a two-pack, <laughs> I can't tell you. That's so good. Um... but I have another one of these in the bag in case I go too hard with this thing. Um, yeah. Uh, but I definitely, it's really, it's really great for like when I'm in bed at night and I'm wanting to play one of these games that I, I think is better suited for a controller, which is happening more and more. I'm going to talk about another one in a second. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's basically kind of making my phone into a switch, uh, with a controller I really like. So it, yeah, it works really nicely. Uh, Um, and the, the my phone can like uh bluetooth to multiple things so i have my airpods in and i have bluetooth to my controller so i'm you know get i got everything going it's it's really nice yeah i'd recommend it if if you're like an apple arcade subscriber and you're getting into some of these like bigger games this seems like a really cool thing to have um since that thing is turning like more and more into like a handheld console as as the months go on um Speaking of which, the next game uh, that also kind of forced me to want to play this is a game called Stella. I had mentioned last week, I brought up Crossy Road Castle, I think it was called. And and my main drive in bringing that up was, hey, we haven't heard about more Apple Arcade games coming out. This seems to be like the first one that was like announced as here's more that's coming. That's actually not true. They just keep stealth dropping games and and like n- no one's talking about them, or they're like hardly announcing them. Even the Apple Arcade Twitter only mentions them sometimes. Um, but like specifically last week, like five <laughs> new games just dropped out of nowhere. Hmm. Uh, so I, I don't know why these aren't being a bigger deal. But anyways, played a game called Stella. This is this is a Limbo slash Inside like those are probably the closest comparison. Ooh. More on the on the uh, inside. Um, side of those. Cause I feel like limbo is quite a bit more puzzly than inside was limbo had all the weird gravity and magnetism puzzles inside was just kind of like, here's an eerie thing that you are going to side scroll your way
0: through. Right. Okay. That's
2: what Stella is. It is just kind of an, like a, like an eerie side scroller where you're like running from left to right the whole time every now and then you have to push some boxes to get to a higher platform. Um, I was, I'm pretty hit or miss on it. Some of the environments, um, were like really cool. There's like a, like, um, the second environment you're in this like weird forest and there's these like, uh, what was that? Um, there's like slender man creatures somewhere in the forest that you have to like stay out of their sight. So you have to make sure like when they're walking past that you're behind a rock or something. And then as you're leaving the forest, You know, trees are coming sparse, but things are starting to catch on fire. And then you're just on this like raging flaming battlefield, which is kind of cool. And You have to avoid all these flaming arrows that keep getting shot. So there's some cool ones like that. But then there's some lame ones. Um, Some of the ones where you're in like caves, I wasn't a big fan of. I ended up playing the majority of it with actually I played the first half of it with a controller. Then I switched to the touch controls. Mm-hmm. and i wasn't really a fan of the touch controls there was just a few obstacles that required a bit too precise of movements for me to like fully get off with the touch controls i ended up getting used to the touch controls and i, I did the second half of the game with the touch controls but i would recommend it um to do a controller if, if you have the option i would recommend the game overall i kind of like the sound design of it and, and it is it, it's it's not as good as limbo or inside but those are also like very really well designed games this is just kind of like a good follow-up if you're if you're kind of feeling that vibe makes sense i had some problems with like being able to tell can i interact with this thing or not uh in order to like push the block and move on and i also don't like the last area much at all really but anyway uh stella is another game that just came out i actually think it's on other platforms, too. Now, I saw that it came to Xbox today. It might be on PC. Uh, quarter one, 2020 one on L. PC
0: for whatever reason.
2: OK. All right. And uh, I, I think it's t- I think today it came out to, to Xbox. OK. Um,
0: cool.
2: This also made me kind of start thinking about the idea of like. If these are phone games that I'm not liking the touch controls, should I be knocking them as that they're not a great use of like the native input method Probably. or does it not matter cuz you can just mm. t- pair a controller to it and move on with your life
0: how important was the functionality of the two screens on i mean the Wii U the DS 3DS for games like did you inherently not like games that didn't take use of both screens properly
2: no, I do remember being like, I wish they would use the Wii U's touchpad in a better way than just like a horn button on Mario Kart. 8. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. Because like, if it didn't bother you then, it shouldn't now, right? If this game's a good game on your, well, phone, well, I mean, then it
2: doesn't. It doesn't bother me specifically because I have the option, and I spent eight dollars on this fantastic clip. Right. Like, I got. I, I'm. I'm <laughs> You're the, ready I'm the to true go. gamer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready to go, but I'm just thinking like, if it's not designed well for its native platform. But who, actually, who's even to say it's the native platform? I guess it came out on this one first, mm. but it's it's already on an Xbox and it's coming to PC. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's just a thought experiment I had, kind of going around in my. head. What
1: about that?
0: Because I'm also playing game. another game,
2: and I, I'll talk. I haven't played Gungeon yet. Oh. Um, but another game I was about to mention, and I'm not going to talk about it this week because I've only played about half an hour. Is Oceanhorn Two? Okay. Um, which that that game seems like oh yeah play with a controller it's like but this is a phone game should i like why are you ignoring the main input methods i don't know <laughs> so i'm gonna think about
0: uh-huh.
2: um on a different note i played a game called pilgrims okay which i only downloaded because it had a cool art style and then i found out it's from amanita design and oh. then i got really excited okay um those are the developers who did Machinarium, the Sam Roth games. Yep. Uh most recently Chuchel. Um really cool uh adventure game uh uh game developers. Pilgrims is another adventure game. It's about 45 minutes long. Okay. Um but they have kind of changed how uh the interactions of an adventure game work and made it into like a card-based system. So every item you get You'll get a card of that item. And then when you go to some new interaction, you first have to play a card to be which character because you'll be in like a group of characters. You kind of collect more characters and some characters leave and you get new characters. You play the card of which character do you want to interact with this new person? And then you play a card of what you (laughs) want them to kind of present to the person. And then like an adventure game, you know, they'll trade stuff. It's like, hey, I'll give you this sword if you give me a sack of gold. Uh So if you have the sack of gold card, you can get the sword and stuff like that. Um, really just nice good animation lots of fun humor they kind of they, I'd say almost all of the interactions they scripted something there is the rare time where the character will just kind of shrug because they don't know what to do with the item you gave them but a lot of the time it'll be like you give someone an acorn and they're playing like hacky sack with it even though it's not going to get you anywhere they just made that animation and they give you the acorn back uh, and you know you got to figure something else out okay um, it is only 45 minutes, but that's because they want you to play through it several times. Um, I only played it through it the, the one time, but I guess you can go about getting to the end of it in a whole bunch of different ways. Like there's not one set of like trade trading you have to get through. You can give different people different stuff. Like I have items I never used, but there's this they call them achievements, but there's just basically like a, a list in the game of all these face down cards and you can flick them over. You can flip them over and they'll be kind of like a washed out version of an image. And you can kind of see like, oh, it looks like he is like playing the banjo. So now, you know, like there's something I can do in this game regarding this character and a banjo. And if you manage to ha- make that interaction happen, that card will flip over entire like <laughs> fully, Uh, it, like it'll be permanently flipped over and it'll be fully colored in like you completed this one. So there's a whole bunch of those. I only did maybe like, I don't know, 20%. Of those cards in my first run, they want you to just kind of go through it and kind of get like a whole different set of interactions and whatnot. Um, so that's kind of interesting, and that's that's a cool way to do kind of the replay value with the one small space they built. Yeah, this
0: looks cool, actually.
2: Uh, again, that was Pilgrims. It's like five bucks. Yeah, on Yeah, it, Steam it too. is cool. I, 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 yeah, I'd recommend it. And like, it's you know, it's it's free on Apple Arcade. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, the last game I'll talk about is Card of Darkness. Um, this is from Zach Gage. Uh, A couple other developers. Zach Gage is like a pretty big mobile developer. He made like um, extremely bad chess. A few few different games uh, that I'm a big fan of. Um, I also misspoke a while back. I said that Grindstone was the Adventure Time artist. That's not correct. This is the game that has the Adventure Time artist. Uh, Again, this is Card of Darkness. I'm not super feeling Card of Darkness. The way this one works is, so it's a puzzle game. Um, You'll go to each different level, and each level will be like a series of uh, floors. So far, I've seen up to four floors in in one dungeon. Um, And the floors are set up like on a 4 by 4 grid, maybe 4 by 5 grid. Either way, it's a pretty small grid, and each tile in the grid will be a stack of cards. Your character's on the bottom of the grid, the exit is on the top of the grid. You basically need to make a clear path to the exit so that you can move on to the next part. And what happens is, um, if, the, if the card is face-up, when you select it, you will interact with it. If it's gold or a potion, you will get it. If it's an enemy, you will attack it or be attacked, If uh, depending on what kind of weapon you have. If it's a weapon, you pick up the weapon. Um, if it's a stack of cards, you'll interact with that first one, and then the one underneath it will flip over, and now you need to interact with that. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of think of them like, if each floor is a dungeon each stack of cards is like a room and you need to clear out each room before you can move on to the next one. So if you're about to go into a, if you're about to work on a stack that has a lot of cards, there's a lot you're gonna have to go through. Um, And it could be good, it could be bad. They're pretty much random. That's where I'm butting my head up against it a bit much is the randomness I feel is just kind of getting a little tiresome. Um, It's gotten to the point with me where I will kind of just keep restarting a dungeon until like my opening set of cards to deal with is good because I've definitely gone into a dungeon been like, oh, these are all just monsters. I don't even have a weapon yet. Why would I even try attempting this dungeon? I'm going to be at such a disadvantage by the time I get to like the second floor. This is silly because as you move to the next floor, you hang on to any damage you've taken. You hang on to any weapons or, or, or magic scrolls you've you've collected. Hmm. um so that that's getting a little tiresome is is the rng elements in it um and and it it gets hard to try and make a a total strategy when i know like for all i know if i lift up this card there could be an enemy with way too much health there could also be a health potion that'll like totally turn things around and it makes it hard to like want to try and build a strategy when a lot of the strategy is just like crossing your fingers and hoping um so I'll play a bit more of it right now. I'm kind of sticking with it because it's the only like vertical game, one handed game I have on my phone that I'm playing right now. Uh, and I need one of those for the train. Uh, so I'll play it for a bit longer. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's card of darkness. Um, but that's all I've been playing. So why don't we do some news?
1: All
2: right. Yay. I think the big <clears throat> news of last week is that Fortnite exploded. Yep. Yep. Literally. Good- literally.
0: Goodbye, yeah. Fortnite.
2: Um, and it's already back. Yeah, It is already back. Does anyone want to run down kind of what
1: happened? I wasn't following it entirely. So basically what happened was uh, there was an event in game where a bunch of rockets kind of took off into space and then uh, they hit something in space which came down and crashed into the island and it ended up activating a black hole. So literally all characters, the map itself, the entire game itself got sucked into a black hole in the game. And even if you were in, like, the lobby for Fortnite, you were absorbed into a black hole, and you just looked at a blank screen. Uh, While that was happening... I
2: understand if you, like, loaded up the game, you were just looking at a black hole.
1: That's exactly what happened. This is wild. I know. Like, I can't think of any other game company that would do something this crazy.
2: Right. And let alone, like, this is the biggest game in the world. And they're just going to be like, nah, no one can play it for right now. We're just going to stop. Like wow um, the funny thing Holy is smokes. it
1: worked apparently they were like the number one watched game on twitch while that was happening oh i
2: i, I bet yeah um, I think. i mean we're talking about it and we were never talk about Fortnite. yeah
1: i think it was like the number one like the highest viewing viewing fortnite's ever had period was during that time
2: i mean this is an event i like like you said can you think of any game that has done something similar yeah
1: uh i can't really per se the
2: one that came to mind and maybe correct me paul is like hasn't world of warcraft haven't they like completely changed the continents and stuff several times cataclysm
1: wasn't it
0: that did that Mm, i mean yeah but the reason they did that is because they knew they had to allow flying in their old broken world so they had to rebuild it anyway but yeah they broke the world
2: right that's the closest thing i can think of sure
0: yeah that's probably a fair comparison sure
1: yeah. So while this was going on, and the black hole was on screen, like random numbers were appearing and apparently they, oh, I don't know about this. Yeah. So they apparently they had like a hidden ARG inside of the black hole. Random numbers would appear. People like threw them into Google maps, like as if they were coordinates and they found like a bunch of little hidden memes around the world. I think one of them literally went to a crab rave. Uh,
2: but yeah there were oh people in the chat are also saying final fantasy 14 did this uh i do remember people saying not, like, i mean ah, not quite 14 like 14 did they, this years they re-
1: ago. like that was like they blew it up and then they released another game later like you... isn't that basically what happened here so so this is the thing where i kind of hesitate because you can look at this one of two ways you can look at it as like they literally like just took the game down while they were playing it or you can look at it as if it was a maintenance cycle which, really, that's what it was. It was a maintenance cycle disguised as an ARG and, like, a promotional event.
2: All right, yeah. Yep, that's basically what it was. Yep, for sure. Um, and, like, the patch notes and stuff were even, like, something weird is going on. Like, they were playing into it in a fun way. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry, uh, you were talking about the numbers.
1: Yeah, so the numbers led to various things. And then, eventually, I think the trailer for Season 2 leaked. Or sorry, I, I guess it is. it season two or is it chapter, chapter two. two? That's what it was. OK. Yeah, that had leaked. I say because sure. it was yeah, season 10. Like that this happened yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's a new map now. There's boats and there's a bunch of other stuff.
2: Right. So, yeah, Fortnite came back. It's a brand new map. Um, so yeah, big deal for Fortnite. Uh, but yeah, that's that was pretty crazy of a thing to see have happen. Uh, what else we got in smaller news? Uh, we have the stadium launch date of November 19th. Nice. Get, get ready. Are you excited? <laughs> I, don't, Nervous, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm going to go through with it just cause like, I want to be there on the ground floor. I want to sure. see if it works or like what I have to butt up against. I just kind of want to be a part of it.
0: Sure.
1: Yeah. You want to be a part of the um, zeitgeist?
2: Yeah, I understand it's only going to work on, like, two different Pixel phones at launch, so can't do the phone stuff. Um, I should still be able to to do browser, like, on my computer, and also Chromecast. And if you guys remember, one of the draws on the controller was it's it's a Wi-Fi controller, so it connects to your Wi-Fi network, not to the device. Right. That will only work if you're playing it on the Chromecast. Oh. So you can't do the whole, like just just continue playing instantly on a different device like move around your devices at launch either there's like less and less stuff you can do at launch um but at least i can play it with the chromecast on my tv and at least if i can play it that in one way that's good i'll be happy about that um and we'll see how much of my like bandwidth it use eats up as i i guess play destiny I don't know. Since I'm in the founders pack, I get the I get three months of Stadia Pro, which is their subscription, but they haven't really talked about what's going to be in there. So, yeah, anyway, November 19th. Get ready. Mark your calendars. War Groove is getting an update, which I'm excited about. Uh, called Wargroove Double Trouble, a free DLC coming to PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox. It's going to have three new Commanders, an all-new co-op campaign, new units, rebalancing, and so much more. And you can go check out wargroove.com for more information about that. Uh, free DLC for a game I love? Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, no kidding. I'm ready. Let's do it. Yep. I also need to beat that game. In other big news... Uh and I'm not really sure why this one was so big cuz I feel like there's like constantly like retro game console stuff being talked about all the time. I oh, no, this but did you guys I, see I know the why analog this is, pocket? The
1: analog pocket, I can probably talk more about this one. Sure, go uh, ahead. So analog they do uh, special versions of hardware where they're actually meant to run exactly like the original system but they're traditionally ten- like the NT, right? Yeah, so they've done the analog NT, the Super NT, the the mini and the Sega Genesis, or the Sega MG, I think is what they call that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, those are HDMI 1080p Genesis, NES, and SNESs that all work like real hardware because they're using, I think, FPGA instead of actual like hardware emulation or software emulation like the Retron and other systems do. Uh, the Analog Pocket is a new Game Boy that they've announced. This is a Game Boy with a higher, with I think at least a double resolution screen and stuff like that. It will play Game Boy. Oh no, it's like
2: ten times the resolution. So it, it's of It's something Game Boy crazy. Screen.
1: Yeah, it will play Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, and with adapters, Sega Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket, and Atari Jaguar. And I think I missed another system in there somewhere. Uh, Atari Link. Atari. Or yeah, Links. Atari Jaguar is very different. <laughs> I think I missed another one in there somewhere too. But like it was like a insane. Did you say Game Gear? Yes. Then okay. maybe i didn't i uh, know Ga- i think you're near geo pocket and uh and the links so uh, uh the
2: screen is a 3.5 inches lcd 1600 by 1440 uh 10 times the revolu- resolution of an original game boy that's not saying much that original game boy had a pretty low resolution screen. yeah but basically yeah.
1: they are saying like that is a 1080p screen or 14 14- B- better yes And there's another accessory that they're going to be selling around launch, they said, which is a dock, which lets you hook all that up to your TV. Yeah, that part's pretty cool. And you can just use an 8-bit dough controller, so you don't actually have to hold the Game Boy, so you can use a proper controller for all that stuff.
2: Yeah, it it said it'll be able to use with several wireless controllers, and just uh, USB plugged in controllers. Yeah.
1: So, uh, I have the Super NT, the Super Nintendo one. It's (laughs) very nice. I highly recommend it. So, honestly, uh, I am going to get this day one. I will be one of the... I'm going to try as soon as I can to get one of these.
2: not it's $200 American yep. sometime next year. Um, it's not an emulator. You, it, you'll you just be able to plug your games into yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it uses the actual hardware. So for me, it's perfect. Mm-hmm.
2: Everyone was saying, like, this is going to be the best Game Boy ever. And I'm like, excuse you, I have
1: a Game Boy Micro. <laughs> this is the best Game Boy ever. You mean that Game Boy where you literally can't do multiplayer? That's fine. (laughs) What what do you mean? Why can't you do multiplayer? You can't do multiplayer. There's no, you can't, or no, sorry. Was that the system that either couldn't do multiplayer at all, or was it the one that you had to choose between charging your system and multiplayer? It's probably that one. So I thought the game, there there was some major limitation on the micro, and I can't remember what it was. Well, I mean, the screen is really small. Well, not no. I don't mean like that. I mean like so, there was literally a feature left out.
2: I I could I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, there are two. I'm also I don't even know if I would say the micro is the best Game Boy. The Game Boy Advance SP is very nice. To
1: that Game Boy Micro systems together, you will need the Game Boy Micro Link cable. Okay, so you needed a I it needed a special those, converter. So.
2: Also, who's using link cables, man? You got to use that wireless one that came with Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green. did that only work with,
1: like, Fire Red and Leaf Green?
2: I don't know. I I think I stopped playing, like, multiplayer Game Boy games, like, around the time that came out. So I may have, like, traded some stuff, but that was about it. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know.
0: All right. I added all this stuff here. Anyway, yeah, the analog looks Cool. Oh, sorry, I thought you I were I think done.
2: it's a bit too expensive for myself to pick one up. Let's
1: be real, though, this is for collectors. This is for people yeah. like me that are just really into this stuff. And also, this works doubly good for me, because now I can actually stream Neo Geo Pocket, Game Gear, and Lynx, which I couldn't do before.
0: Yeah, it's perfect without, for you. Without you just have any kind of it.
1: Box? Hmm? I
2: would have assumed you would have had some kind of, like something from analog or another thing that would have ran those games to HDMI, no?
1: The only ways to do those right now are just, like, um, like frankensteining stuff, like taking other systems apart and making converters. Right on. Cool.
2: Uh, it's coming in black and white. Which one are you getting, to get, Jack?
0: Yeah. Okay. Thanks.
2: uh Yeah, Paul, you continue with your stories.
0: Yeah, so... Rye Games went crazy and decided they need more shit out there because somebody probably just was like, wait, we have a huge roster of dudes and ladies we can throw in other stuff, so why don't we do that? They announced a whole bunch of stuff, a lot of which doesn't have names yet and are just referred to by Letter. Uh, the first one that was fully announced, Legends of Runeterra," is a League of Legends card game uh, a la Hearthstone, so... They're on that train now. They're basically trying to be the next blizzard because I maybe they're sensing weakness or blood in the water. So they're like, hey, and now's the time we to can do it. We can really. do it too. <laughs> so yeah. Um legends of Runtara or Quick Runtara. side
2: note. I am so curious to see what happens at BlizzCon. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like I'm curious in a like. One, what'll they announce? What'll they say? And also just like, I hope no one gets hurt. That's
0: the part I'm worried about, like, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's the part I'm worried about. So we'll about. see. Um So yeah, Riot's trying to be the new blizzard. They're taking a bunch of ideas uh and doing their own thing with it. So uh not a whole lot to talk about about any of these, uh really, because there hasn't been a whole lot shown. Project A is their next or their first first person shooter, like a Counter-Strike Overwatch mix, because you'll have like powers and stuff, I believe, since you're playing, you know, heroes and whatnot. But it's going to be a tactical first person shooter made by Riot, which is fucking crazy (laughs) to me.
1: Again, Um, why not at this point?
0: Yeah. Project L is they're making a fighting game, of which I've already seen tweets of fighting game pros tweeting their tier list of who they think will be what. Which is
2: Right, this one was known about, I
1: believe, right? Yeah, this
0: had been known for a while. For a bit, yeah. Yeah. And Project F is they're making an open-world RPG like Diablo or Torchlight.
2: There you go, they got everything Blizzard's got
0: Yep, pretty much. pretty much Yep, they just need I guess World of Legends Now or something Just have oh a God, giant don't MMO even, Don't oh, even suggest an they start doing an MMO <laughs> So yeah, Riot uh, is Coming up with a whole bunch of stuff And that's kind of neat uh, I mean I really liked that weird Auto chess version they had, their team fight Tactics, so that was okay But uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what they keep coming up with. It's kind of neat that they are trying some new stuff, honestly, now that they have all the money in the world. Or still, I guess they still have all the money in the world.
1: Yeah, I don't think that really changed per se.
0: Nope. Uh, And then for games this week, Epic Store is giving out uh, Alan Wake's American Nightmare and Observer just in time for Halloween here. There is nothing new on Game Pass for PC, but on Game Pass for console, you have uh, Panzer Dragoon Orta, Felix, the Reaper, and Fallout New Vegas added. I think today or yesterday. Next week is Outer Worlds. Next week is Outer Worlds, yep. On Game Pass. Yep. Excited about that. Yep. Yep.
2: All right, let's do some questions. If you guys want to send in questions, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. And this first one comes from Matthew, who says, It's just a regular day in your lives when suddenly you hear boss music and you see an enemy HP bar appear. What What is the most likely reason this is
0: happening? I'm having a panic attack.
1: I
2: pissed someone off. Do you think like, do you think, do you think you have an
0: idea who it would be? The internet. Nope. Just, yeah. internet man's attacking him.
1: Captain internet here.
2: <laughs> and then, and then follow up is what is the most ridiculous reason this is happening?
1: I forgot to wake up on time. It's my alarm clock is the, is the, is the boss.
0: That's a good one. Yeah.
2: Maybe this is like super not an interesting idea, but the first thing I thought of is like, it's like my actual boss (laughs) before I have to fight. Yeah. Or something. That is definitely the most ridiculous. Or whatever.
0: That's a pretty ridiculous reason. Like, Uh, I guess mine is like hunger, and I just like defeat it by eating a thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's the burger appears, and then the
0: meter just goes away.
2: Yeah. No, I'm now I'm thinking on the ridiculous one. It would I'm trying to think of like what chore do I hate? And it's like folding laundry sucks. Yeah. It's just the worst. So there's there's my like ridiculous boss encounter is I have to fold all my
0: laundry. That's a good one. All right. I am 3D Homer says, "What games, if any, do you feel have stolen your time? Like playing them felt as if a crime had been committed against you?"
1: Like we're not talking about like time waster games, like mobile games. Like we're we're straight up talking about like, I wish I would never played this game.
2: Yeah, like it didn't respect your time that you put into it. Okay. Ooh.
1: Uh...
2: I hear this one a lot with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Not from me, just I've heard a lot of other people saying that.
0: I guess.
1: I think I heard that more for the
0: original Assassin's Creed. I could definitely make an argument the for first the first one. one. Yeah. yeah. That definitely felt like a crime had been committed playing that. Specifically Feathers or whatever. It was the like Flags, maybe? The-
2: the feathers was the second one. That was the second one. The first one was, was flags. the Flags. Yeah. Oh, right. It was the Flags. I'm pretty sure I found all the Feathers in Assassin's Creed 2.
0: As if a crime had been committed against you. You know what? I'm 3D Homer's in chat. What was your answer to this? What made you think of this? Just so I have a better idea of what this question <laughs> means.
2: This is a hard one because, like, yeah. I usually like just stop playing a game if it's if I'm not if it's like a waste of my time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that's
1: what most people should do. To be fair. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like who's who's sticking with this game for no good reason?
0: Playing them felt as if a crime had been committed against you.
1: Maybe it's a game you put... You just got too far in for, like, any reason. Like, Quiet Man, I kind of felt like that, but we did it for the Patreon, and it wasn't that long. Right? That's, yeah. That's
0: not a bad answer, honestly. I could have played something else in that But it's time. not even,
2: like... It's not even, like, too long or anything, right? No. Like, it's not annoyingly long. But
0: it's... Yeah, I don't know.
2: Like... I mean, so I'm trying to think of, like, games that I, like, needed to play, and so the Patreon ones come up, and that makes me think of, like, Sonic Adventure 2. Like, that game does not respect your time. Mm-hmm. There's there is no enjoyment to ha- be had when you're playing that game.
0: Mm-hmm. What about a game that, like, literally stole your time because you put a bunch of time into it, like an online game of some sort, and then the server goes down, and it doesn't exist oh, <laughs> anymore.
1: Ooh. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> games like that, like Chromehounds. Mm-hmm. Almost like every MMO.
0: <laughs> yeah, most MMOs. I guess
2: I, I guess I could maybe say like Borderlands 3 because I was talking to my buddy about this. There's a lot of just like needing to run around these huge maps okay, to complete these quests. So it's like, hey, you need to go talk to someone. And they're on the other side of the map. So it's just like constant just, okay, I guess I'm going to run all the way over there. And it's going to take like five solid minutes of just running. Uh-huh. Um, which is part of the whole, you know, thread of discussion about how it feels like a game from t- 2012 where they just didn't like iron out all these b- weird bumps. Uh, um, I think I the map a- was like that too, but they recently patched it to make the map uh, navigation a bit
0: better. So at least that's getting fixed. I think I have an answer actually, and it's not even a bad game. It's just that it feels like it stole my time is red dead
1: Two? oh yeah i heard that about a lot of people a lot of a lot of like too realistic so it just kind of wastes your time as a result
0: i wouldn't even say necessarily waste is the right word but yeah it's definitely somewhere in there between waste and like on i don't know it's somewhere in the middle for sure because there's a lot of meandering but the meandering's kind of the point of being a cowboy too I don't know. It's fucking weird. It's hard to explain, but I feel like that game stole my time. And I didn't even fucking finish it. (laughs) So
2: (laughs) I don't know. I I finished it. I don't feel like it was a waste of my time. Mm. Um, I was just kind of like mainlining the the campaign, though. I feel like you can just kind of you can do it as you want, though, if you need more story missions to happen, just go do the story missions.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, uh, card games are a good one you get a whole bunch of like old cards in hearthstone and then all of a sudden like oh we're on this new cycle now those are useless or magic magic is terrible for that
2: right yeah Yep. Yeah. John do you want to take this next one
1: sure next one comes to us from dead in sky are there any game genres currently popular, or at least somewhat relevant, that have not evolved in the last 10 to 15 years? Mm, uh, how would that even be possible? Simulation sports, but that's because the sports <laughs> themselves haven't changed.
2: Uh-huh. Okay, no, uh huh. Okay, yeah, that's a good example. Except now, people are playing soccer with cars.
1: But I wouldn't call that simulation soccer. I I wish I could call that.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Fair. Fair.
0: Beat 'em ups have beat 'em ups. Yeah. No. I evolved? think I think
2: sports is a good answer because I was having a hard time thinking of like what 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 game would look be exactly the same as it was 15 years ago.
0: League mm-hmm. yeah, sure. of Legends pro manager. I have no answer
2: All right, I'm going to read this next one then. Yogurt Sapien. What do you recommend for a Switch carrying case? Additionally, do any of you have any experience with a Switch Bluetooth adapter?
1: I've heard hit or miss on some of those. I know a bunch of people use the 8-Bit dough ones. Uh, Oh, yeah, I
0: use that one, actually. It's great. It works flawlessly. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah.
2: It's just a dongle that, like, hangs off of it? Yeah, it's
0: right here. Oh, Oh,
1: do you have the one that's shaped like Mario bricks or what? It's this. Okay, just a regular, regular dongle.
0: Yeah, just a regular dongle, and it can, it goes to like different whatever your controller is. Has a different indicator light. So red is for the Switch specifically. Blue is uh, for your PlayStation Four. Green for Xbox and for PC because everything on PC reads with the Xbox controller, and then the Switch Pro is the purple and super easy to sync
2: oh so wait if this is for a bunch of different consoles you can't plug this directly into the handheld switch no no
0: okay unless you got like an adapter i suppose somehow but yeah usb-c to usb yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: i actually haven't done any of the bluetooth adapter stuff for my switch uh, as much as i would love to Just because I keep hoping, like, the next Switch will have Bluetooth in there. Because why does it not? (laughs) Mm hmm. I think the Vita had Bluetooth as well. Like, come on. I thought the Switch had Bluetooth. No, it does. Not for headsets. At least it didn't. Until you told me about the controller thing, I didn't know it had any kind of Bluetooth. Uh, What are you guys doing for cases? Anything fancy?
1: Uh, I got a Mario Kart one I use here. Let me. it's, It's within arm's reach. So I got this at, like, Target one of my times I was in the States. So it's very themed. It's decently thick. Uh, it has a little carrying case for area there. I usually stick one of these game cases inside of it in here. Uh, there's also just slots for cartridges one of as well. Is one of ones that
2: are big enough to, like, put the dock in no, there?
1: No, it's not. This okay. is this is just for the actual Switch itself.
2: What about uh,
1: extra Joy-Cons? Uh no, I don't usually put extra joy-cons in it. The rails are about the only yeah. thing I put in there. Uh um, oh, I forgot. You can, I got you a can pretty get fancy ones one. for like the full dock and everything. They're just f- huge.
0: This one came yeah. this came yeah, yeah. with the uh Bluetooth thing. It's literally to plug into handheld with. Right on. So, I don't use that though.
2: Um I got a pretty fancy case. I forget the full name of it. Uh it's a Nyko one. Um Nico PowerShell case, I guess that probably gets you close enough to it. It's like really hard. Mm-hmm. Um but what the thing that I really like about it is it has a battery built into it. Oh. So if my switch is ever getting a little low, I can plug the switch into the case yeah. and get a bit more of a charge. It can hold 12 games. Plus, it also has four memory card slots, which I don't use the memory card slots whatsoever uh, because I just have a big memory card in my Switch. Um, But what I also really like is up here, it it has this fold-out little stand um, so you can set up the Switch to, like, lay on it. okay. So if you're doing, like, some multiplayer stuff with people and you don't have the TV because I don't carry the dock around, we would just put this down. Break off the Joy Cons, and now we're playing some multiplayer stuff, and it's propped upright. So, this thing has quite a lot going for it, and it was pretty cheap. I think it was like 20 bucks or so. I did have to mod it a little bit because there was this little plastic nub up here that would press down on the stop charging it button. Because I guess it's designed to not charge the switch when it's closed, which seemed insane to me. Um, so I literally just took some pliers and broke that piece off so that the button cannot be pressed. So now I can, uh, charge the switch when it is in the case. Um, but I like this thing quite a bit. The one downside, there are there's no additional space to bring anything else with it. Uh, I can't put like the rails, any joy cons, any kind of extra cable or anything inside this case. There is just enough room for the switch basically, um, but yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of it.
0: I have a thousand yen thing I picked up in Tokyo just because I figured I had my switch there. I needed something, but otherwise I don't give a flying fuck about taking the switch anywhere. It stays here.
1: I yeah. I travel too much, I need to have a carry case.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I play my switch like ninety five percent uh handheld, so I need the case for sure. Me too. But I don't take it anywhere. I just play it in my room alone. Uh, we're at Lucas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lucas says, why are some digital, why are some digital only games that are multi-platform rarely, if ever go on sale for the switch, but go on sale for other consoles. Example, Castlevania Contra collections have had PS4 sales, but to my knowledge have not been on sale for the switch. I see a lot of Neo Geo arcade, uh, arcade archive games on sale via PS4 or Xbox One. But to my recognition, I have not seen a Switch sale. The Switch does have sales, but it seems... At least seems like certain publishers slash games get sales on other platforms, but not Switch. Why?
1: The funny thing is, today there was actually a sale on those Neo Geo arcade
0: games. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if you want an actual reason, it's it's really just because... the the switch is making more money so they don't need to sell things as much Mm.
2: well yeah maybe Uh, the one that came to mind for me was that i know the switch costs more to develop for and that's why we would get all those like switch versions being ten dollars more uh kind of in that like first year or so of the switch Mm -hmm. um it just yeah, for whatever reason, I can't remember why, it was just co- it, I think it was just cuz it cost more to like print the cartridge it was than than the discs or whatever. Something like that, yeah. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Um so that might be the case is like they can't put it on sale otherwise they will be in the red on the Switch version. Uh but obviously like I I have no specific uh, I haven't heard anything definitive of why that would be the case.
0: Mhm. Also, I mean, if the market's uh, supporting those prices, people are buying them, they're not going to be like, here, pay less money. Like, they'll...
1: Here, save some money. Yeah, Treat exactly. Yourself. They're
0: not going to do that. They're a company. Is like, that would be absolutely crazy. I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's also right, hard but- to, harder to get codes for Switch than it is anything. Like, for PC yeah. and stuff, it's easy to get codes for, like, most things it's like impossible even for indie stuff they just don't give codes out for Nintendo Switch Nintendo doesn't
1: give out enough is the actual issue like yeah it's, it's a Nintendo control thing apparently yep
2: alright John I want to take this last one
1: uh from Hayes alright choose from the next groups one character to add to smash from each <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Starting off with Crazy Taxi, I vote The Offspring.
0: That's a good one.
2: I can't think. I I don't know any characters from I'll Crazy Taxi. I'll vote The Taxi. The Taxi? Uh, B.D.
0: Joe. Yeah, B.D. Joe. There you go. Done. i
1: literally the only one. And Gus. Those are actually. Yeah, Axel, I think, is Gus. another one. Those are actual Crazy Taxi characters. PlayStation Battle Royale.
0: Oh, Crash, one hundred percent. Crash and
1: Clank.
2: Crash and Clank. Okay, Sly Cooper. Nice. All
1: right. Serial mascots.
0: Tony the Tiger, my boy.
1: Toucan Sam. Yep. I
2: want. I'm trying to think of like what would be a really weird one to Wheaties. have.
1: That means you can pick any sports star.
2: Any sports star. Um,
1: the Trix Rabbit. All right. Any anime except Dragon Ball.
2: Oh, Afro man. Samurai. Uh, I
1: guess like One Piece would be
2: an easy one. Kenshiro from Fist of the North Star.
0: Yep.
1: Okay. Paul, oh, you got one. I think you're the only it, one who hasn't jumped in. Or is-
0: I said uh, the uh, Afro Samurai. I can't remember his name.
1: Oh, oh so the did Sean? Okay. Did you have one?
2: Yeah, I said the. I said One Piece is an easy one to okay, do fair.
1: The TDP podcast, Sean. Sean. <laughs> why? Why were you? Why me? You're the only one who's in shape. <laughs> okay, I was just.
2: I was gonna say me just because that'd be fun to <laughs> like be <in> Smash Bros. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't want to be in Smash uh, Bros.
1: You don't want to be in Smash. I'd be I <laughs> want to be in Smash, but Sean would be better at being in Smash than I would. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh Disney princesses. Jasmine.
0: Okay. Jasmine. Uh...
1: Oh no, actually change my mind. Mulan.
2: Ooh, Mulan would be a good one. I was thinking Merida from Brave. Mulan's a good one. But I think
0: Mulan yeah. is a better yeah, answer. Definitely. The Simpsons.
1: Yeah, Simpsons is next. <laughs> okay. Groundskeeper Willie.
2: <laughs>
1: Duff Man. Oh, Duff that's Man's another good, really good one.
2: Holy that's a shit. Good one.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on Duff Man. That's a good one. <laughs> Sideshow Bob.
1: Oh, fuck, these are all good ones now.
0: <laughs> I'm, I am I stick and, with Duff Man.
1: Last but not least, Backstreet Boys.
2: Oh Lance. I could not tell you any of their names. Nick Carter cuz that's the only like
0: one I remember. Oh wait, was Lance NSYNC I think he was NSYNC Which one's the bad boy? I Brian? don't
1: have an answer for that question. B52. What was is that the other one? What was there was like a
2: third tier one, wasn't there?
1: <laughs> third tier backstreet boy or third tier band? <laughs> band. Oh, uh, 98 Degrees is probably what you're thinking of. That's what I'm thinking oh. of, 98 Degrees. Like how I somehow knew that was the one, too. <laughs> oh, AJ. I
2: would never have been able to tell you that. Because he's
0: probably the only one that's actually been in a fight out of the, all of them in his drunken rehab stupor.
2: Which one? You guys know way more about the just looked. I just, looked, I
0: just <laughs> looked up the names. AJ.
1: Oh, yeah, AJ. And that's it for that question and for questions in general.
2: Yes, if people want to send in questions next week, it is topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week?
0: Destiny 2.
1: Uh, ukulele.
2: Mine is Killer Queen Black. Uh, housekeeping the submission post uh, for our top tier patrons uh, will be live uh, tomorrow. Uh, I'll put that up tomorrow. Yes, that'll be live for one week. So if you're a top tier patron and you want to put up a game that could be voted on for the poll the following the week, do that. Um, Otherwise, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.
1: Later.